Bill O'Reilly here. It is Tuesday, June 18th, 2019. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update, and here's what's happening across our nation. President Trump kicks off his 2020 re-election campaign in Orlando tonight. An Ohio jury awards millions of dollars to a small bakery after a phony racial profiling scandal. A new study from Colorado highlights legal marijuana's harmful effects on America's teenagers. Iran says it will likely violate the International Nuclear Agreement next week. Also coming up, my message of the day on President Trump's strategy to win re-election. But first, the president set to hold his first official rally of the 2020 re-election campaign in Orlando, Florida. Supporters started lining up 42 hours before the event, setting up tents, campers, and coolers to escape the Florida heat. Meantime, the Trump team abruptly cut ties with its own internal pollsters after leaks that made Mr. Trump look bad. A jury in Ohio ruled against ultra-liberal Oberlin College this week, awarding Tiny Gibson's Bakery more than $44 million following bias charges that were untrue. The school... Oberlin launched a boycott against the bakery, claiming it had racially targeted three black students. But what happened was the students were caught shoplifting, then charged with assaulting an employee. They were convicted, and the jury apparently was very angry with the deceit. So it punished the college in a judgment against phony biased claims. The first day to legalize marijuana is learning about unintended consequences. Studies from Colorado show cannabis consumption is skyrocketing among Denver's teenagers. The legal purchase age is 21, but that seems to have little effect on young people's ability to obtain the drug. Officials say treatment for cannabis-induced symptoms are up 700% since pot was made legally available. Iran warning the world it will likely violate the International Nuclear Agreement. According to Tehran, the Islamic Republic will cross the legal uranium threshold set by the 2015 Accord. The Pentagon confirmed Monday the deployment of additional troops to the Middle East to counter Iran's growing threat. Coming up, the message of the day on how President Trump thinks he will win re-election. A few weeks ago, we announced our first ever cruise through history taking place next spring. This is more than your average pleasure cruise. Yes, there's going to be great Italian food and plenty of time to bask in the Mediterranean sun. But we're also going to take you back in time to the foundations of our faith, our freedom, and human progress. There are four options available on the cruise, but basically we'll begin in Venice then sail the eastern Mediterranean, visiting Croatia, Greece, and Israel. While there, you'll walk where Jesus and the prophets walked, guided every step of the way. I'll be there. So will my pal Glenn Beck. Two of us will be doing a couple of shows together, one while at sea, the other in Israel. Also joining us, David Barton, Rabbi Lapin, and Stu. We would love for you to share this experience as we cruise through history together. Please visit ComeSailAway.com to learn more. That's ComeSailAway.com for all the details. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. The campaign for 2020 has started very early. 24 Democrats want to challenge President Donald Trump for the Oval Office. Now, President Trump knows he must get into the game quickly for two reasons. He has to raise an enormous amount of money, perhaps more than $500 million. He also wants to answer charges from the Democratic candidates. The president's hinging his re-election on four major issues. Here they are. Number one, illegal immigration. This was an important issue in the 2016 campaign when Donald Trump promised to build a wall on the southern border. That did not happen because some Republicans in the first two years of his administration would not cooperate. And then, when the Democrats won the House, any talk of a wall was banished. The president has been able to divert some money to building structures on the southern border, but not much. You can bet he will campaign vigorously for a all-Republican Congress and reinstitute his promise to build a wall if he's re-elected. Also, the chaos on the southern border is a major problem. And President Trump's opposition, the Democratic Party, does not seem to care about the issue. Not one of the 24 Democrat candidates has raised the issue as an important situation. All of them are downplaying it. And there are few solutions coming out of the Democratic Party. Expect Donald Trump to make a big deal out of this. The second major issue Trump will run on is the economy. That's basically numbers. Right now, the U.S. economy is strong, but anything could happen in the next 18 months. Americans often vote their wallets, so keep your eye on the U.S. economy. The third issue is a trade deal focus. We all know that President Trump won in his threat against Mexico on tariffs if the Mexican government didn't cooperate in stemming migrants. But the Chinese situation remains unresolved. If President Trump is able to get a good trade deal with China that saves Americans billions of dollars, that will go a long way. However, China is notorious for making deals and breaking them, so this issue will remain undefined for quite some time. The final situation is Iran and Islamic terrorism. President Trump did a good job in defeating ISIS. That terror group was very powerful under Barack Obama but now is on the run all over the world. Iran, however, remains a wild card, threatening to develop nuclear weapons and to attack people it doesn't like. President Trump moved additional military to the Middle East to confront the situation. Keep your eye on this, as the Democrats surely do not want a confrontation with Iran. The final thing is that the Democratic Party is dominated by far-left zealots, who want all kinds of radical things like open borders and unfettered abortion. I don't know if President Trump will make a big deal out of that, but it is a very compelling situation. For more news and commentary, please head on over to BillOReilly.com. Check out the No Spin News every night, 7 Eastern. You may like it a lot. Ahead, something you might not know, did we have a gay president? The housing market on fire all over the country with interest rates falling. It's a great time to sell your home. 
If you want to sell or buy, the competition is going to be fierce. You need a great real estate agent to help you. That's why my friend Glenn Beck started the service realestateagentsitrust.com as a way to make sure you get connected with agents who are successful, ambitious, like-minded, and eager to help you with your biggest investment. These are agents with a long track record of performance. There are no part-time or inexperienced agents in Beck's network. These are all professionals who have the tools and the talent to successfully take you through the process. Market value for your home cannot be done by a computer program or an equation. It takes years of expertise to evaluate your market and appraise your home to sell quickly for top dollar. These agents are experts in your town and they do business like you with your values. So get moving today with realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Now for something you might not know. Democratic presidential hopeful Pete Buttigieg gained attention this week when he told a reporter that he believes that America has already had a gay president. Mayor Pete is gay himself. Mr. Buttigieg said, quote, I would imagine we probably had excellent presidents who were gay. We just didn't know which ones. His comments may come as a surprise to some, but here's something you might not know. Some historians actually believe a gay man once occupied the White House. That man? America's 15th president, James Buchanan. While it's impossible to know for sure whether Buchanan was gay, there's a lot of speculation to suggest that he was. Much of it surrounding his relationship with a man named William Rufus King, an Alabama senator and then vice president under Franklin Pierce. King and Buchanan lived together for more than a decade in a Washington boarding house, often attending official government functions together. They were so close that Tennessee Governor Aaron Brown referred to King as Buchanan's better half, while Andrew Jackson mockingly referred to the pair as, quote, Miss Nancy and Aunt Fancy. Jackson, obviously not a PC kind of guy. When Mr. King moved to Europe in 1844 to become ambassador to France, Buchanan confided to one friend, I am now solitary and alone, having no companion in the house with me. I have gone a-wooing to several gentlemen, but have not succeeded with any of them. The two politicians remained close until King's death in 1854, just 45 days into his vice presidency under Mr. Pierce. To this day, James Buchanan remains the only president to remain unmarried throughout his life. When he moved into the White House in 1857, duties normally handled by the First Lady were taken on by Buchanan's niece, Harriet Lane. While James Buchanan's sexuality may still be undefined, there's very little debate about his record. Historians consider the 15th president to be one of the worst in American history, having failed to address the growing regional unrest which ultimately led to the American Civil War. Old Buck was weak and indecisive. So Mayor Pete may be right. Very likely the USA may have already had a gay president. We'll be right back. China and Mexico trade wars can have an impact on inflation and weaken the U.S. dollar. That's why many Americans are deciding to protect their cash by investing in gold. I recommend that you contact the Hartford Gold Group to learn more. To get you started, the Hartford Gold Group will gift 
a free silver coin to all of my radio listeners. If you are listening right now, you can get this free coin from the Hartford Gold Group. No purchase necessary. All you have to do is give them a call. 877-444-GOLD-GOLD. 877-444-GOLD. So call them today to claim your free coin, available for a limited time only. The number, 877-444-4653, 877-444-4653. Call now. And that is the O'Reilly Update. Again, please check out BillOReilly.com for more commentary. And please consider my book, Killing the SS, makes a great Father's Day gift.